Hey guys, it's Jason Webb. This is the show that highlights local business leaders and the movers and shakers of Minnesota. Welcome to Minnesota Made. What's up, Minnesota? I am at Mom's Design Build located in Shakopee, Minnesota. Across the table from me is the founder and Mr. CEO, Jim Sweeney. How you doing, Jim? What, what? How are you, Jason? I'm good, thank you. And the lovely Melanie is hosting with me. How you doing, Melanie? I am great. How are you, Jason? I'm good, thank you. Now, Jim, we uh, spoke a little bit. And I'm always excited when I get to speak to the, not only the president, CEO, but also the person who's responsible for it all, who came up with this bright idea to start a company, call it Moms, and let it rip. Oh, my goodness. That's, <laughs> a, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to hear not only about what you're doing as far as work, but how this uh, plan came about. You know, it's like, ooh, I want to start a company. And uh, <laughs> I know, I know. It's I'm going to do like some really cool luxury type landscaping and i'm gonna do some remodel on the interior i'm gonna be the one-stop shop and uh and it's gonna be awesome so how did that all happen jim you remember the moment where you're laying in bed one night too much coffee to drink and you're like dang it this is it i got the idea (laughs) so how did this start that's too good well, I'm blessed to be here. Thank you so much. I feel honored to be on your show here, and I really appreciate to be able to tell a little bit about my story. I was fortunate to be raised in a family, and that's a, a little bit of uh, the part of the backstory about how moms and the name became a thing. But yeah. I was raised in a family of entrepreneurs, oh. and my parents worked super, super hard and still do to this day. Shout out to Pat and Mary Sweeney. What up, Pat? What What up, up, Mary? What up? But uh, I was blessed to have a lot of um, a lot of energy and a lot of excitement about being able to be in this space of outdoor living. So grew up on a neat little hobby farm. Um, and my mom actually inspired me in many ways, but for my passion and love around architecture and outdoor living um, was really from her. Okay. Family of entrepreneurs. I find that interesting. So I don't know, did mom and dad have a business that they uh, They did, started? Yeah. yeah. So my dad was a dentist. My mom started as a, as a nurse. Huh. She went on to have nine kids, Dang. which is pretty fantastic. I was yeah. number two. And they did a bunch of different things. Uniquely, they had a great dental practice. They worked on it themselves. Hmm. And throughout the years, they tried quite a number of different businesses with some degree of success from a newspaper, a local newspaper in a small mm. town to um, kind of, a, you know, several different medical clinic kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and some other ideas with with you know just a wide variety of things. They actually started a printing company and some other some other cool businesses. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. And so it sounds like you had like a fondness for outdoor living spaces. Like you spent a lot of time outdoors. Is yeah, that what you were saying? Absolutely. Yeah, I just love to be outside. As a kid, I was a bit rebellious, and so I found my way in a lot of ways by being able to be outside and my passion and love for nature to start with. Mm. And then also just being in great outdoor, really natural environments. Rebellious. Yeah, this <laughs> seems to be a, I don't know, would you agree? It's kind of a common thread with business owners. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. There's this certain type of personality that thinks, uh, I'm okay with risk, that thinks, I got a better way of doing things. And who are you to tell me? I want to be my own boss type thing. Like, there's this this thread that I mean I've I own a couple companies I've been self-employed since 2001 and uh, <laughs> I share that common trait with you Jim I was a little rebellious too and yeah you were <laughs> <laughs> my mom would come uh, you know pick me up in a ditch somewhere you know because I'm running from the cops a party got busted or something and. Yeah. And uh, or I get in a fight and I'm calling her from a payphone because I need need a ride or or My something like that. My favorite comment that your mama has ever told me is that when you left the house, she would turn on the police scanner <laughs> to find, in case she find out. That's pretty solid, Jason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was a certain group, certain group of guys I ran with, and if she knew of us, if I was going to go out and on a Friday night with Greg and Chad or Brian, she's like, uh oh. Let me turn that scanner on. Oh my goodness. And, and another comment she made to me, she's like, Jason, someday I hope you have two boys Uh-oh. just like you. My mom would say things like that all the time. <laughs> Do you yeah. have kids? Because he got two boys. Uh, that's so good, actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Four, we had four kids. Oh, and wow. yep. For yeah. three years now, we're doing the Brady Bunch thing with a with a fifth. Okay. So I have a blended family and okay. it's a lot. Congratulations. And I've, I've had some payback, but not nearly what I was expecting. So I think <laughs> well, I've that's been good. fortunate that that's yeah. Way, right? Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my plan is to keep my boys so busy, like with sports and activities, that they don't have time to get in, get in trouble, I like run with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, in a lot of ways, I feel really fortunate that I found my way to work. Because right. without it, I feel like I would have kept running off the track and going yeah. down a bad road. So I yeah. feel really, really blessed to have found purpose in my life to be able to work with my hands and to be able to serve people. Yeah, what's the saying? Uh, idle hands are the devil's yeah, playground. That's right. Yeah, yeah. for sure. They <laughs> sure are. <laughs> yeah, if you're bored, you're going to find something to entertain yourself, right? And it's usually going to be trouble. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so, you know, before we started this interview, you, you spoke a little bit about your background in business, starting like lawn maintenance, mowing yards, and what that developed into. So can you talk more about that, Jim, for the listeners? Sure. Yeah, uh, kind of a cool story. When I was 15, my friend and I sat out and we decided we were hoping to find a way to earn some money. And so somehow his mom's friend was in need of her lawn being mowed and so we made a deal with her that we could we would mow her lawn 
if she would allow us to use the mower. Okay. And so then we started mowing lawns literally with a borrowed lawnmower. Yeah. So you had like a little barter. It's like, oh, hey, I'll uh, mow your yard for free uh, using your mower if we can yeah. continue to use your mower yeah. when we're not mowing your yards. And two years later, that mower was, and it was a really nice, at the time it was a Honda with a three and a, it was a 21 inch Honda self-propelled, which was pretty bougie. Oh, wow. And it was a 21 inch cutting deck. And two years later, that thing was just a pile of nuts and bolts. I mean, we had just used it and used it and used it. Yeah, it pretty, you ran it till the wheels fell off. Yeah, that's right. So was it the push behind but self-propelled? Like exactly. you had a walk behind it? Yeah. Okay. So the lawn mowing thing, did you guys have, uh, and you were like 15 at the time? Correct. What, did you guys have other ideas before the lawn mowing thing? Like, I don't know, lemonade stand or delivering... I don't know. Or was it all about the the lawn mowing right out of the gate? It was pretty much we just started doing that as maybe something. I mean, literally, it was that simple, something to pass the time and earn a few bucks. Yeah. And it quickly picked, you know, caught on. And we were fortunate to know a lot of people. And we were pretty aggressive to try to find our way to getting work. Mm. And so from there, we grew and started to do some construction projects. So we started building retaining walls and started mulching and, you know, all facets of cleanup, but then planting um, trees and shrubs and flowers and just kind of going into the whole landscape thing. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So to find customers at that young age, 15, 16, 17, did it mostly consist of just knocking on doors and talking to people or did you develop some master direct mail marketing program or how'd you go about that? So this is how old I am. Literally at age 16, my friend's dad owned a little piece of farmland and we put up a sign. It's four by eight plywood. Okay. That was this cute little guy with a mower and some, some little, some little people in the back of the wagon with our phone number on it at the time and it was it made it made the newspaper oh so it was visible from like a busy road it was a pretty busy road county road a in the dells yeah so it was kind of a big thing (laughs) we were were really proud of this sign let me tell you what happened to the sign man you should be putting it like right here or something right right? yeah the sign's gone but i do have pictures of it and i do have the article still so it made the local newspaper it did wait a second did your parents own the paper though uh, that's a good question. They did not own that paper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it had actually failed by that time. So, oh. yeah. Oh. But, All right. So you and your buddy get this lawnmower, borrow it, as long as you mow the owner. Who was the owner of the lawnmower again? Your, your, the, your friend's mom's friend? My friend's mom's friend. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you borrowed the lawnmower, started mowing yards, and before you know it, I think you had a few employees. We did. Yeah. So we started we started down the construction road of building things and and designing little spaces and whatnot. We were fortunate enough to get some projects and one of the projects that we did was for the owner of one of the hotels locally. So we did that, and he was so impressed with our work that we actually did one of the hotels there right away at that next year at age 17. Wow. So, 
Yeah, that's surprising to me that an owner of a hotel would trust a couple, you know, teenagers to do some work like that. You must have been really good. Let me tell you, I was surprised too. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Commercial landscaping yeah, it was, at 17. It was pretty cool, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. I felt I was pretty proud of myself at that moment. Yeah, good for you. So you graduate high school and off to college? Is that what happened yeah, next? off to the U. Right what happened away. to your business though? So I, so I actually ended up selling it when I moved to Minnesota. So, so. as an 18-year-old, you had your first business sold. There you go, right? Yeah. That is so cool. Did you sell it to your friend that you started it with, or did he stick with the company? No, he actually went on to be a fighter pilot, of all things. Oh, so wow. Pretty cool, pretty yeah. cool career he had, but uh, to my brother-in-law, okay. who took it over then. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So where'd you go to college? Uh, at the U. Okay. For what was your major? Studied business, loved it. I was doing, so I was working quite a bit. It was it was trimesters at the time. So I went to uh, fall and winter and then would take spring off to okay. do landscape. Oh, okay. So you worked your way through college? Worked my way through college, started mom's right away. Okay. Um, was fortunate enough to have, and we started actually with, Putting um, in mailboxes. Just driving around like yourself and driving shoving them around, in mailboxes. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly nice. right. And we printed thousands of them and we had the map books and we would go through neighborhoods and target neighborhoods. Oh, I remember and, doing sales when right. we still had to use those map oh, books. My goodness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Drive around with a big atlas that's like three yeah, feet by two feet exactly. trying to read anything exactly. on it. And so we targeted neighborhoods and found the ones that we thought would be really cool to work in. Yeah, but the more right. affluent ones. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we just went right after it. So one job at a time, we were fortunate to get some great jobs right away and we served people people well and worked hard and they were impressed so they give us referrals yeah and away it went it sounds too easy man i right so i just got to yeah. print some flyers put them in the mailbox and there you go i got a big business drive around an old <laughs> truck and, and away you go okay so i've been self-employed since 2001 i used to be a chiropractor right opened three clinics each of them went okay and uh, one thing leads to another. I get involved in some real estate investing. Then I get involved in insurance and so on. And it was a lot harder for me anyway than flyers in a mailbox. I, th- I think you're being a little a little modest. Uh, so what, what, what were some, of, I don't know, some of the more difficult things as far as, picture me, I, I'm in high school. I'm 15-year-old Jim, and I'm thinking about starting a you know, a business similar to yours. And what advice would you give me? And what what, what do you what would you say to look out for? What are some of the roadblocks along the way that you've maybe had to overcome? Oh wow. Well, there's been a lot, I guess. I would say that perseverance is one of the biggest qualities that you could have for yourself personally. To know that there's so much stuff coming ahead of you. And to know that you can work through it, a positive attitude can get you so far. So for me, with business cycles and employees and cost of goods and all the things that you bump into along the way, I have found that just being able to just keep after it has made such a wild difference. One of our core values is to show up and give a shit. 
Mm. And so mm, I like that one. And so showing up is a big thing. I mean, it's wild right. and simple. But then when once you're there, do what you can to make a difference. And that's what I've been trying to do and working with our team forever on really being able to do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, showing up, I mean, when nowadays we've got this showing up. You know, you need to show up for yourself, not just your job. You have to show up for yourself every day. You have to show up for your family. If you're in a relationship, you have to show up for right. your relationship. That's an excellent core value. Yeah, it really is. We're blessed to have a lot of people that do that. And I find that even when you don't feel like showing up, mm-hmm. when you do, you can make a difference. You can change the course of whatever it might be. Well, it seems, too, like when you don't feel like showing up, but you do, that's when you're rewarded. That's right. when you're blessed. Mm-hmm. That's when you really see the fruits of your own labor. Right on. That's really true. Yeah. I was going to comment on the second part of that, the giving the shit, right? Yeah, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> so... All right, so I got two boys. They're eight and nine. They they play hockey and soccer and so on. And they're relatively good athletes. And the main thing I tell my boys is give it everything you got. Don't, like, lay back. Don't don't go 90%. Go 100%. And, uh, and that's the most important thing to me. Because when I see them out on the rink or out on the field and they're just kind of, like, half-assing it, yeah. oh, Dad, dad gets a little right. upset, right? Yeah, right? I, I don't care how many goals they score. Right, don't half-ass That's it, right? right? Yeah. And on that same note, I find it more and more difficult, or less and less common, to come across anybody in any industry. It doesn't matter if it's a doctor or an attorney or who it is that gives a shit. You know, the, uh, I just feel like a lot of them—they're just doing their job. Well, kind of, yeah. kind of doing their job. Well, yeah, like doing their job at fifty percent again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. give it everything you got, man. Mm. Like, Amen. have some pride in what you do. Right, I right? completely agree. There's so many places along the, the way. I mean, the work we do is luxury landscape design, construction, and uh, indoors and out. And in in a lot of ways, just the idea of the simple things are so important. So being able to be present in the moments and then really give to whatever it might be, that mm. give a shit mm-hmm. at all the stages along the way make a wild difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Not cutting corners, not, uh, it's all right. It's fine the way it is. It's right. just fine like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, it they has won't to be notice. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They won't notice. They won't know. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the unique things that we do and we train our team to do is to be able to try and get into the customer's perspective. Put yourself into their shoes. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to treat people the way we want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And so to think about their experience later on when they're busy, when they're doing whatever, how could we make it easier, simple, lower maintenance for them? Kind of the golden rule-ish. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's a really important thing that we that we work on every day. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, the business a little bit. Moms, design, build. Yep. How'd you come up with that name? Shout out to Mary. Shout out to Mary Bird. Heck yeah. <laughs> so we we actually, uh, the, the, the company was founded as 
mom's landscaping and design. Mm. And um, it was just that simple. Uh, my mom, who had inspired me in so many ways, we thought it'd be a, a cool name. I actually was a little concerned at the beginning whether how it would be perceived or adopted or whatever. And so I thought, well, boy, this is a big market. If I had to, I could change it, if, you know, if it wasn't, <laughs> if people thought it was weird or sure. whatever. And so we were fortunate to have really just people think the name is awesome. It's oh, been, good. It's oh, been yeah, cool. for yeah. sure. I mean, it gives it that family right? feel. It yeah. makes me feel comfortable. Like, yeah, exactly. I trust them a little yeah. more. Uh, you, just because yep. of the name. Just yeah. because of moms, yeah. for sure. I trust moms. I, I mean, How can I you hope not? so. <laughs> we, we, well, we work really hard to earn that trust. But yeah, I appreciate that. So um, over time, we, we as the business grew and as we found more and more ways to do the outdoor living thing, people came to us and wanted some more help inside the home. So it started easily as we started building decks and porches and, and the interface to go inside. So we started putting some doors on to help mm. maybe facilitate getting out onto the deck as the designs mm-hmm. would change or whatnot. Did you do any, have you ever done those cool like accordion doors oh where the whole goodness. wall just kind of opens up? Oh my goodness. That is the greatest thing. Those bifold God, doors they are, are so, so cool. cool. They are off the chain. So cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So now what we're doing actually is those big doors out onto a pergola or mm-hmm. a porch or whatever else and now there's automated screens that you can have come down. Oh, wow. And around the pergola outside? Around the outside of the pergola. Keep the bugs out? To keep the bugs out. And then there's louvered roof pergolas. What? So you can actually close the top roof. of it. So if it's a light rain, you still want to sit outside. Exactly. It's so cool. So now you open up the bifold doors or the lift and slide doors and you can literally feel like you're in a tropical location because you don't have any screens right at the door and you're outside, but you're inside yeah. and wow. you just let it all flow. It's so cool. It's, the ne- it's neat. probably the neatest thing that we do. Yeah, you just uh, doubled your living space. Exactly. And changed it though. Changed yeah. it in such a unique way because people have big houses but people are looking for something special or unique to feel a little different. And well, so, and to get that fresh air feeling, too. It's so awesome. It's I mean, here a, in Minnesota, you know, we're locked up for right? how much of the year mm-hmm. to get as that. You, as you're describing that, it, it make, it picture, I get this mental picture of going on vacation in, like, mm-hmm. Mexico. And you're going to go, you know, get your room key. But it's still... Like you, you get dropped off by the taxi, you go on the sidewalk, you walk in and there's no, like, it feels like there's no walls, no door that you walk through sometimes. It's all right. open space exactly. and the wind is coming through. Exactly. Yeah. It's that same kind of feel that you can't get anywhere. I mean, it's it's such a unique thing. And so now there's so many really cool kind of open concept spots where if you're by the heart of the home, which is almost always the kitchen, mm-hmm. and you've got a way to get outside or to bring the outside in mm-hmm. by being able to open those big doors, it's such a game changer. And yeah. then to not have the bugs, it's awesome. Yeah. Right. 
And then to add to that, now we're doing a bunch of infrared heaters and there's a bunch of different ways that you can actually keep that space feeling amazing outside as well. Even in Minnesota. Even in Minnesota. You don't have to go on vacation now. Right. (laughs) That sounds pretty cool, man. Yeah, I want one. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I do too. Sign me up. Really neat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh that you doing a few of those now. That's kind of like the trend going on. Would you feel like is that whole outdoor indoor living space that feels like it's a a smooth transition and bringing the outside in? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I would say that that has been a trend for quite a while. Okay. But the technology and products that are available now are so cool, so much more readily available, so that you can have some of these things at a way different price point also. So oh, that's more cool. people are able to afford to have something that used to be just wildly luxurious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is there a certain geographic region that you guys do business in? Uh, we're sitting in Shakopee right now. Are you? We are, yeah. Um, Got a shout out to Shakopee here. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> it's my hometown. <laughs> there you go. So we work primarily, I would say 40% of our work is Southwest Metro. And the other 60 is kind of scattered all around. But we have a, do have a concentration of work on Lake Minnetonka and the surrounding areas. There. Okay. Gee, I wonder why. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we do lots of work on water in general. So specifically, there's a lot of situations regarding views and view sheds and some of the municipalities and what they expect for a bunch of different hardcover and all sorts of codes that are that are out there now and takes kind of some expert level understanding of some of those to be able to unfold some of these projects in mm-hmm. a way that really makes sense for for mm-hmm. the end consumer. And are you just doing uh, residential or are you doing commercial work too? So primarily we do residential. Mm-hmm. We do end up doing some commercial work. We love restaurants. We do some other kind of... Oh, you know, I bet you could do a lot for a restaurant. Right, that outdoor living thing mm-hmm. again. Right. Yeah, yeah, we were fortunate enough to be able to do Cove in Edina. Oh. Um, that, nice. that kind of outdoor living space on the, on the patio there. Oh. And so that... That was a really successful, really fun project for our team. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, I've been there a few times. Heck yeah. You got the (laughs) best lobster guacamole. There you go. Don't have that stuff. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I do, I think, is so good. Yeah. There. yeah. Every time I order it, though, I'm so full by the time I get my food. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just going to need a box, man. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so, what's the future for moms? So, it's mom's design build. It started off as mom's landscaping. Yeah. Three how years. About, five how about years. like mom's design build custom homes? Hey. So we do, every day we're doing more and more inside remodel work and building out additions and whatnot. So that's not our space currently, but we have been talking about being able to um, have that be a thing of the future for sure. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're not looking to retire anytime soon? Not anytime soon. No, No. super passionate, super excited to be able to do this work. Heck yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So I got to know. Okay, before you were this rebel, did you like to dig in the dirt? Oh, boy. Like, I would say, like to... yeah, I was, I was kind of that 
outdoorsy, kind of loved fishing as a kid, loved just nature in general. And so I would say, yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Cool. What's your typical day look like? So what time do you get up in the morning? What's your, you got a morning routine you like to do? What time are you in the office? What time do you leave the office? What do you do when you're not working? Got some uh, interests that you want to share? Ooh. So I'm an early riser. I'm up just a little before five most days. Okay. Um, Good for you. Yeah. I try to listen to a little, uh, you know, something on Audible in the morning. I get into the office. I try to plan my day. Um, So you're a book guy. I'm a little bit of a book guy. Yeah. I like to listen to, uh, listen to be inspired. Right. um, I just started reading uh, Attraction. Have you read that? Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a good book is, so far. It's a it's an awesome book. It yeah. really really will change your ability to unfold. We've been working on traction for about three years, little oh, wow. bits and pieces of it. So, yeah. 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 Cool. It's pretty inspirational. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not theory. It's like. Here's a to-do list. Now do it. Right. Type it thing. works. It's, yeah. it's concrete. Yeah. It works. It's yeah. proven. Just do it. So the next, uh, for me, the next book I think that would be even a little better than Traction is called Scaling Up. Scaling Up. Oh. And that's really kind of just taking Traction to the next level. Ah. So, all right. Cool. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're you're up early. Up early. You listen to uh, Audible. I book do. On, okay. Book on tape. Yep. I'm fortunate to. He to, said tape. Yeah. <laughs> you just dated yourself. That's right. How about like, he said tape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you I think the be proper term would be what? Digital book? Uh, yeah, 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 I, I think know. so. Ebook. Ebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there that's we go. It. All right. right. Yeah, I'm of the tape generation myself, so that's why I caught it. <laughs> there you go. Right. With your Walkman. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm out and about as a sales guy most of the time, so I get to meet with people on initial consults to be. So you're your own salesperson. I am, yeah. So I I have a team of designers, but I meet most of the people initially that Mm -hmm. are interested in a project, and I try to help guide them to let them know my thoughts on if the project makes sense to guide them about the money of it, because that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense to spend money, where to spend money, how to spend money, what the project might cost? Mm -hmm. Is it possible? What could you do? What are the best things to be done in a space? And so we'll brainstorm a little bit about that and talk about that. Sometimes I've got a, a great idea every once in a while, most of the time. I'm sort of like, I don't know exactly, but I know we're on the right hunt towards something. Sure. And and so that would require us to be able to go down a design development process hmm. where there'd be a more in-depth interview with one of our designers and then be able to go ahead and understand their property better mm-hmm. and then be able to design it and then price it and ultimately build it. So that's how you spend most of your day, doing, doing those types of uh, meetings and interactions. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, that's probably uh, probably about three quarters of, of my week is spent doing some of that okay. work. Yep. So you're up early, Jim. You, you, you roll out of bed, would you say, a little before five, six? Yep, yep. right around five o'clock. Okay, and then you listen to your your e-books, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're off to meeting some new cl- some clients and doing some sales meetings. Yep, there might be a... Um, so I'm also involved in some 
uh, team meetings here in the office, so either by Zoom or wherever they might be held with our staff working toward development of these projects in a number of different ways. Okay. And then I might have a couple uh, consults or appointments or kind of work with some of the the people out in the community, um, some of our clients. And do you think you, you get done with work uh, at a reasonable time? You, do you feel like you got a good uh, work-life balance? I'm working on that. I mean, it always <laughs> kind of depends. Right now has been an unusual time. This last year through COVID has been so busy. We just have had, we've been, you know, in some ways too busy. We're blessed. Right. But our team has been really just working so, so hard. In all these years, we've never, ever felt this kind of demand for service. It's just been out of control. It's pretty awesome. And tell me again, right. how long has the business been? 28 uh, years. And this is the busiest ever? By, this, by far. By far. Yeah. Gosh, we hear that so often. Yeah. Well, it's either so one extreme or the yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's either one extreme or the other, it seems like. We're fortunate to, to have the category be growing. And so... You know what? What have what have we all learned? I mean, I'd be curious to know what you've been talking to people and understand. But so many people that we talk to are at home, wanting to be home more, mm-hmm. and then wanting their space to be even more amazing, more livable, there, more, more enjoyable. Livable. They're going to be hunkering down and working at least some mm-hmm. part of their day. Mm-hmm. And they really just want to enjoy family time and hunker down, less traveling. And so it's just yeah. become really a cool thing. For yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. E- even me personally, I right. feel that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I work mostly from home. Okay. And uh, when I'm not at home, I'm meeting with clients or doing interviews like I am now. But yeah, I mean, my cooking skills have improved, they right? Because the restaurants got shut down. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, God for that. So, yeah. <laughs> His cooking skills are amazing. Hey, Nice. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I live on a lake and I've done some improvements around my property and I put in a new dock and a new deck and all that kind of right stuff. On. Right. So started dating a landscaper. <laughs> right. Whoa. Uh, yeah, TMI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I improved my home gym. I canceled my gym membership. So Man, like mm-hmm. I sleep there, I work there, I work out there, I hang out there. It's right. like I rarely leave. I Instacart. The, the only store I really go to now every once in a while is Menards. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. 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 yeah it's, and I think there's a lot of people that are finding their way to really wanting to nestle into their home and have it be an awesome spot. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Jim, before I wrap things up... Uh, is there anything you wanted to bring up that I didn't, you know, have the opportunity to mention or, or get out there? Are you hiring? We are hiring. That's probably been one of the bigger challenges is us finding more people. We're, mm. I mean, are the craftsmen and the people that we have doing this work are awesome and so, so amazing to be out there every day and really serving our clients well. And we are hoping to attract more and more people as we go throughout both the, the design development process, 
through production and beyond. We also do maintenance. So our fine gardening team is growing as well. Fine gardening, Mm -hmm. define that. I'm not quite sure what that is. Well, fine gardening would be serving people through probably a little higher end than just mowing lawns. We do a little bit of that, but it's really more about curating their gardens to be super beautiful. Hmm. So doing the containers at their door and dealing with kind of all aspects of their gardens and of their estates and of their homes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right. So if you are a homeowner or business owner and you need to spice it up, get a step up your game, level up your landscaping and (laughs) or interior design, right? Moms design and build should be a top contender in that. uh, Right. Yeah. And the best way to get a hold of you would it looks like you got an office phone number here of 952-277-6667. Or they can check out your website, Jim. It's uh momsdesignbuild.com. That's true. Absolutely. Um, you can Google us and find us very easily. Our team has been so successful at at a lot of these projects. We've won both local and national awards. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's tons tons of our work on our website. If you want to go check it out, it's go to the portfolio and you can see project after project of really cool, very unique, very special work. Yeah. Well, you've been a little too modest in our interview, Jim. You should, uh, I didn't know that you were winning all these awards. I guess, you know, <laughs> it, it goes with that, what, what is the saying? It's like, if, if I talk about myself, it's bragging. But when somebody else, oh, there they are. There's the awards right there. <laughs> yeah. 2020, there's like uh, Whoa. like three of them right in the window right there. <laughs> yeah, Na- national winner. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, man. So when somebody else recognizes you, it's not so much as bragging. It's a third-party credibility exactly right no that's true and i can i mean i can brag about our staff because they are the best literally from design all the way through production and beyond we are blessed to have such great people associated with this organization good that's awesome good good i'm happy for you well jim i appreciate your time i see a bright future for you and uh keep winning those awards man uh you're doing a great job thank you so much Shout out to Eli Sweeney, who turned 17, my youngest. Happy what birthday. up, Eli? Yeah, yeah. Happy Woo-hoo. birthday, buddy. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. That's it, guys. If you know of a Minnesota business leader or a mover and shaker that you feel would be a great guest, please have them go to minnesotamadepodcast.com and have them apply for the show. Thanks for listening, Minnesota.